0: What's up, Johnny? Get on over here. Oh, hey, everybody. Wow. This is Saturday at noon. So you know what that means. Another episode of Mega Strange. Today we're here with our special guest, Garrett Hunter. Hey, what's up? You. what's up,
1: Garrett? Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been a real wild ride watching Mega Strange, the evolution, and I'm happy to be contributing
0: now. Yes, Uh, today we're doing an episode from Austin, Texas, so we are broadcasting straight out of our hotel room. Yeah, we're like, uh, you
2: know, those old uh, uh, reviewers when they would like do collaborations. Those nostalgic ones. Yeah, yeah. those nostalgic ones. We're doing that. We're going to review Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, we've been trying to bank
0: episodes to upload (laughs) to everybody, uh, but it's been tough while we've been on the road. So we thought we'd do a real lo-fi episode straight from where we woke up this morning. Yeah. Here in Austin, Texas. Real quick before we get started, I want to announce that Mega Strange officially has a sponsor. Whoa. What go check out Cheers. Cryptid Crate, everybody. Uh Box Mountain LLC is the website, and they run Cryptid Crate, a monthly subscription crate where you can get all kinds of cool cryptid stuff. Yeah. yeah. You haven't looked at Cryptid Crate. You've never never seen it. You've never seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I've looked at it. It's actually cool stuff. I think it's actually stuff that you'd be excited to own. A lot of times you go to these crates and you open them up and they're just full of bullshit that you don't want. Yeah, Marvel Marvel stuff. Yeah, but I was looking through Cryptid Crate Before I even looked, there was stuff I actually own that I've owned for years. Like I was looking at a past crate and they had like the Yokai field guide in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Which is a book that I read and talked about on the podcast many times. They had this cool like Sasquatch bandana that I actually wanted. Well, guess what? Now we're partnering with Cryptid Crate. You could go to Cryptid Crate and uh, pick yourself up one for yourself. We have a discount code called make a strange, all one word lowercase letters. We'll talk some more about this sponsorship later in the episode. But I just want to say real quick, the link out. is in
2: the description if you want to click
0: on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some more to say about that a the little bit guys. later in this episode, but I don't want to wait too long. I want to get into it. We're here to talk to Garrett. Gear- uh, we're going <clears> to <throat> interview Garrett today because this guy has been around the block a couple of yeah. times. He's seen some things. Yeah, he's seen some scary stuff. He's seen some scary stuff from the real world and you've seen some, perhaps some scary stuff from the paranormal world. <laughs> That's the scariest stuff, man. Yeah. We were talking, uh, basically just getting ready to do this episode, we're chatting with you, being like, so do you have any paranormal experiences? Right. And you said that you, when you were a kid, uh, played around with Ouija boards yeah. a lot, to the point where you became scared of Ouija boards. Yeah,
1: I'm freaked out. Like, we've kind of played with them in the studio over the years, like yeah. on a podcast for certain things. And I'm always weary when you bring it in. Like, I, I don't have mine anymore. Mine, it got so out of hand. You threw your Ouija board I, away. I ritually like destroyed it. Like I remember, like we went out and my buddy Steve and I, we played around with the one I had, which was I think like was it like
2: a Parker Brothers? Parker Brothers, yeah. It okay. was
1: it was the classic Parker Brothers design. But we messed around so much and scared ourselves so straight that we. Broke it over uh, my knee in the backyard, I think, then lit it on fire. Yeah. And then, like, put the ashes in, uh, I think we
2: buried wow. it. Wow. Well, that's just going to yeah. make the ghost angry. Well, it yeah. lives in my parents' backyard now, well, so sorry. They're, did, they're So,
0: when I was a kid, my mom would not let me have a Ouija board. Wow. I was allowed to have any game I wanted, but the Ouija board was banned from our house. <laughs> Smart mother. Because my mom was, like, you know, she grew up... She was she's old she was born in the 40s and she grew up like Catholic in New York City and she believes in the devil and demons and ghosts and she was like you were not bringing that into the house yeah and so I was never allowed to play with one uh, I was never allowed to have one uh, yeah she she really hated it the the thing that like sparked my interest in
1: it was it of course it was a girl Mm. I was a freshman classic. in high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Classic. tell us about the first time you ever played yeah. with a Ouija board. I, it was this uh, situation where I was like dating some junior, way out of my league, I was a oh, freshman. You were
0: 14, she yeah. was 17. And I was like Woo! so
1: intimidated already um, that I was like into anything this girl listened to, music-wise. Anything she's, you know, dressed like I was like obsessed. I was like, oh,
0: she was formative. She was, she was
1: legit. <laughs> Do like, you remember her name? My first goth girlfriend. Yeah, Corinne.
0: Corinne. Ooh, Corinne. Oh, I still, out.
1: I still have my Final Fantasy VII save where Aerith is named Corinne.
0: Ooh, Corinne, if you're that's watching, dedication. shouts out to you. I shouts know out. she's watching.
1: Probably. <laughs> they say the
0: first cut is the deepest. <laughs> probably <laughs> dude, still dude. listen to
1: typo negative. Wearing all black. I mean, it was this kind of puppy love. you know. So Corinne invited you over one night? She's like, I got something for us to do. Well, she told me these ghost stories about her and her sisters haunting their house, which they had this big house. They had a big family. And they would haunt the house by playing with the Ouija board unintentionally. Okay. And she told me these, like, scary-ass stories when I was just trying to, like, make out and, like... (laughs) feel a feel a boob you know yeah. over the bra under the shirt something and now I'm sitting here like trembling and yeah I, I'm,
0: like I'm too scared to feel the boob
1: I, I need to know more <laughs> my hands shaking I mean she told me <laughs> they had they had like um brought shadow people into the house where wow. there were never sightings of anything before but they would be like down in the living room late at night and then see someone walk by and then like you turn and catch just a glimpse of A silhouette moving
2: through the darkness. We've talked about shadow people like extensively on the show, so I'm I'm glad you're you're bringing
0: up. We talked about them last episode. Really? Oh, good. We haven't. We actually haven't gone too deep into it. We've never discussed the lore or where they come from or who they are. We've only just shared our own personal experiences. From what I remember, and like these
1: stories just freaking me out so badly, it was specifically about like men, the ghosts of these adult men that were brought into the house full of like, you know, there was like a house full of, I think they had like six kids, Mm -hmm. and they were terrified by this shadow man that would appear and walk around and knock shit over. He never made noises, but he knocked and moved things. Okay. And they supposedly talked to him on the Ouija board. So then, you know, years later when I got mine, I wanted to do the same thing. And I don't know if that's what was in my head, but when me and my friend Steve, we'd get done skating all day, we'd be exhausted, and we'd just, like, sit at the foot of my bed and start fucking talking to so people on the Ouija board. did
0: you ever have a Ouija board session with your girlfriend for No.
1: she no. She just, like, told me all about it and said, don't ever... Oh, so at that point, fuck she was it. too scared. <laughs> she told me these horror stories and scared the shit out of me. And, and basically had said, like, we don't fuck with it anymore. It's not in the house, but we can't get rid of this fucking shadow, man.
0: <sighs> okay. So then how many years later would you say you and Steve were fucking around with it? Like two years? Three years? No,
1: it was probably, like, like t- yeah, a year, two years later. Okay. Because it would still be in high school. And then uh, it was it was probably a Christmas gift where I got that... S- Classic Milton Bradley one. So it was like, oh, let's see if Corinne was oh, full shit. of shit or not. And we started talking to an entity called himself F. Okay. Right? And so this is the first time you ever played with yeah. one? And it's working right off the bat. It's just
0: you and Steven? It's just
1: me and Steven in my room. And I had always expected it to be like, it's not making sense. It's yeah. fucking gibberish. This is, you know, we're giggling, we're laughing. yeah But right off the bat, we're both like, Bro, we're bros, right? We went straight edge together. Who's moving it? Who's we're, moving it? We're gonna fucking, we're not lying to each other. We're not gonna move it, we're just gonna do it real, right? We like made a bro pact, yeah. and then we started using it, and it was fluent, it told us it was called F, but it repeated its name three times. FFF. Yeah, and we're like, okay, that's weird. Why, that's the only kind of hiccup, that's odd. But then later that night, it occurred to us that's the sixth letter in the alphabet, oh, fuck. so it was beast. It was saying its name was six six six, and we were referring to it as F. Yeah, but this whole conversation laid out where it's like, you know, he's he's a spirit. He's not unhappy. I remember he was very neutral, but you know, we were thinking afterwards like, well, if a demon wanted to deceive you, because that was oh. what was in our heads, is like, dude, we're talking to demons. Yeah, okay, these are like. Hell spawn or some entity we had this kind of religious tinge to it when we were talking to the thing Like yeah. we had to think like in the back of our minds like okay Be careful because we're talking to a demon so we don't want
0: to summon it Yeah, and I feel like even as teenagers even if one of you was faking it or Subliminally moving it that's pretty I mean just to select the letter F randomly right. and then have that coincide with the number six And have it be six 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 that's um like, who could fake that? Right, yeah. Who could just intuitively be like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, do a, a crypto language here. Like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna speak in code subliminally <clears throat> to freak out my friend. And I've talked to him,
1: and he's sworn, like, years after this happened, and like, even recently, and he's like, dude, I wasn't moving it either. Like, yeah. that shit came to us. And we continued, maybe like, the next six months, like, Messing with it every once in a while. We talked to a little girl who had died. I don't remember how they died. They were always real inconspicuous ways. Okay. It wasn't ever like a uh, real wild. Like I was murdered by. Well, okay. let
2: me ask Johnny. Have you ever played with a Ouija board? Uh, the only time I ever messed with one was at like a when I was in middle school. Uh, my friend Kyle he had a party, and it was he was Kyle was cool. Like he was like punk, but it was also friends with everyone. Okay. So he had this gigantic Halloween party. Um where like we were all just like in a basement watching Child's Play and, and there was like all the popular girls were there too and, and all the, the fucking nice. punk kids were there and uh... It's like Can't Hardly Wait Yeah and I was like super nervous, I was like in the back like what the fuck but then halfway through the, the night, half the people were watching a movie and the other half were upstairs uh, with a Ouija board Wow and all I remember was like a group of like teen two, girls Two kinds
0: of people in the world Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> It was just a group of teen girls I'm just like watching over and they're like are you a ghost? And it was like, yes. And then they all what? Like, ah! They all just started screaming. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. That's the only I've never personally done it myself. That's your only experience? Yeah, but in my head, I was like, they're fucking moving it. Yeah, so it seemed like a gimmicky thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So I never really, like, yeah, I've never fully actually done one, uh, you know,
0: unironically. I, uh, I played with like when i was 12 or 13 my friends had a ouija board and we would mess around with it and it was the same thing like are you moving it am i moving it but we would always kind of like start giggling you know and just like we couldn't take it seriously like "Mm, it's your penis big you know stuff like that uh so it wasn't until maybe i was like 20 that i had like a serious session some friends we were still at a party but it was like let's get the ouija board let's do it for real yeah like turn off all the lights yeah light some candles We ended up talking to a guy who said his name was John, who said he died in 2007 from a heart attack. He had two kids who were still alive, Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we we got a whole like story from from a supposed entity.
1: Did you get reoccurring characters? Like if you go back and use it days later? No, because
0: we never did. See, it was only one time at a party. I never had like, and maybe if Ouija boards, if there's some truth and magic. Ouija boards, then maybe there is an element of repeating and inviting them in and like, yeah, having like a ceremony, and every time you do it, you go a little further, you get a little deeper. I've never done that, it's always been like a one off thing. So, that's what I've been told is how you haunt your house. (laughs)
1: is when you bring them back, repeatedly, and then the shadow person won't go away, because... It feels invited, it feels comfortable, it's it's got got people to talk to, you know?
0: So is that what you did with your friend? That's when we finally said, like, all right, time to break this fucker and throw it away. Let's talk about (laughs) uh, how you started playing with the Ouija board, uh, the times where you invited the entity back, and then we'll get to where it got too crazy. Sure. Um, so let's just start about that that first time. Who did you talk to? He said. Well, you said it was FFF. It, it was FFF at first, and then I think we talked to a younger
1: man named Gage, and he was from... Gage. Yeah, it was a weird name, but he was from not, like, Wild West, but, like, revolutionary okay.
0: age. Okay. The Steam Age. Okay. Kind of in the like like early
2: 19th yeah, century. Yeah. Kind of
0: been like, Wild West was happening in the West, but then Gage was in the East, where it was yeah. still, like, developed. And you
2: know? it
1: was it was like labor for the war or something like that like oh, maybe okay. it was like world war one or something okay um but he wasn't a soldier or anything like that he just had a very i remember everyone we spoke to was so just like normie it was weird that almost authenticated it because we were taking it serious the whole time and then everyone we talked to it wasn't like if you were going to make up a character you'd make the dude a hero you'd make it a, fascinating yeah but these guys were just no i worked and i <laughs> And then there was this girl, I don't remember her name, but she was a young girl and she died and she was sad about it. We would always ask, I think, because like you see stuff in movies like Frighteners. Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, they, they must be lingering around because they want us to like help them accomplish something that they can't do anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, w- what can we do for you? Do you have any unrequainted love you need, you know? Something fulfilled in, in life that you yeah. can do. you're trying to be Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. Exactly. <laughs> but they would never really carry on into any deep conversation in that field. It would just be kind of like, no, nah, I'm here, whatever. And then F would always come back. Okay. It, it would be oh, yeah. like, the, the new character would be gone, and then it'd be like, oh, oh, fuck, F's back. All right. right. Overlord. This is weird. We know you're, When we would kind of converse with it like, yo, we know you're a demon uh-oh we know that you're just posing as some human and you want you know to interact with us but let you're me not pause there
0: because we will probably have an episode on this later on okay the topic of demonology yeah i've done a little light research into this subject and from what i gather communicating with demons is something that happens in your mind Mm-hmm and you ritualistically return to this conversation with an entity mm. and yeah, you kind of nurture a relationship and the more you do it, the more you're able to bring that demon energy into into, into our world now it's like an Orochi saga I don't know (laughs) yeah like and I don't know if this whole demonology let's say you don't believe in demons flat-out sure you could approach this from um, a mental psychological perspective where you are nurturing psychosis and basically you're convincing yourself of this story Mm -hmm. and the more you participate in it the more you convince yourself the more real it becomes and the more the quote-unquote demon has a hold over you or an effect in your life because it's just on your brain you're kind of making yourself obsessed with it. Uh,
2: Humans like as opposed to other animals have like our brains I don't know the exact words like plasticity I think yeah like it's like malleable Mm -hmm. our brains so we can really
0: convince ourselves of almost anything if we work hard at it. So I was uh, doing some like I was looking into the movie Hereditary because that movie's all about demonology and conjuring demons and I was Looking at the the guy who wrote it, how he got into it, and he's like, I don't believe in this stuff, but what scares me is that there's people who do believe yeah, in this stuff, yeah, and that there's people who can go through all of these rituals, and some of these rituals are scary in and of themselves because they involve human sacrifice mm. and like collecting blood and like pieces yeah. of human to, for the for the rituals, and he's like, I'm scared that people believe this and will convince themselves that this is real and then will do these really scary things in the pursuit of this whole idea. Thinking it's justified by my psychosis Yeah, that they think is a demon. Yeah. Or maybe it is real and that it just in a magical way, that's how it works though. <laughs> yeah. the, the more you interact with <laughs> the knows? beast, the stronger a presence it becomes in your life. Either way, that's kind of what you were doing <laughs> yeah. with the Ouija board unintentionally. And we were kind of trying to shield ourselves in a way
1: by telling F like, hey bud, Jigs up. We know you're just trying to fucking smooth one over on us, but you're, you know, <laughs> Satan's legion. We don't believe the lies, and FFF. It, <laughs> it's, that's when it, it was like, okay, cool. Oh, I don't have to lie. The veil's dropped. Alright. Whoa. What, okay, you wait, know.
0: wait, 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 wait. So, <laughs> you basically, you're, you're doing the Ouija board, you're yeah. talking to this thing. This you is, is over the course of like months now. Over the like, course of months. F would always come back. And now you're confronting this entity and you're saying, we know you're not a person. We know you're a demon. We know you're trying to trick us, yeah. and and through the Ouija board, it communicates like, "Okay, you got me." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk. Yeah, and, and it's now taking this relationship
1: to a deeper level, and and it's now telling us like, "Yeah, all right, let's talk." And you think Gage was Gage, or you think the little girl was the little girl? I'm Damn, F. Dude, I'm getting goosebumps Me too. now
0: just listening to you.
1: And that's when we're like, ha, 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 okay, like so they were all the same. They were all the same thing we've been talking to. Dude, the like, beast
0: has many faces every time.
1: And then it got to the point, you know, we're always sitting on like you and Johnny are like, yeah. on the foot of my bed uh-huh. in uh, in my high school bedroom, and uh-huh. then we're asking it like okay, where are you? What what can you do? Like, you have to prove to us now yeah. in some way. We're, like, poking the beast. Oh, my God. Okay. And then it's like, you know, I think we're it was specifically asking it, where are you? You're here in the room. Okay, where? Like, do you physically manifest? Can you be somewhere? And he's like, I'm sitting on the bed right next to you. Like, And then we're looking, okay. and there's, like, just the perfect spot where, like, we were sitting at one end. Indentation, in. Yeah. not really an indentation, but it just made us look a at an open space. And then we're like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> like, okay, I'm done. I'm now. Okay, was it? I, I think, think I, we banished him before. We like, we we're like, "Later, dude. That's enough." And then we, I forget what we did, but we, I think we burned sage and probably like
0: said a few things. Let me, let me ask. So, what it's communicating is it like spelling out like on the bed? Yeah. Yeah, on the bed next to you. So like on the bed n e x t. Yeah, if I remember. Yeah, next to you. Next to you. Like on the bed.
2: Okay, where?
1: Because there were two beds. There was a a, like a pullout. Yeah, my buddy stayed the night all the time, so I just kept a pullout in my room. Okay. So we're kind of asking him, but it was like on the bed next to you, and that was what was, oh fuck, there's a spot right there. So,
0: when it came time to like burning sage, were you, how'd you find out like, oh, there are these things we can do to help our Thank side? You. Did you have a reference? <clears throat> this was in the era of like, every girl in
1: high school was Wiccan. <laughs> okay. They wore craft Oh, so you were
0: telling and, your friends about Oh yeah, yeah,
1: and they're like, I think our friend Tori hooked us up with some sage.
0: What were that? What was the friend's reaction to all this? Do you remember? People? Yeah, like why are you doing this? You're gonna fucking haunt your house. Like <laughs> this is
1: definitely a you know, we, we got I think definitely from uh, that one friend of ours, um, we got a little lecture about you know. What Corinne told f- you, you not. Doing? to. She
2: told you the shadow people are gonna show up. What are you trying to do? <laughs> like I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead do your parents still live there yeah yeah oh shit do they have like any type of i promise? haven't heard
1: no i think we might have sealed the door uh safely <laughs> you know yeah i i don't think we brought anything in i think we, we outsmarted the beast i was just gonna say
0: this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie yeah where right? you know a kid in school who is totally done with ouija boards and it's like why and they tell you this whole story like i went through this experience it ruined my life Demons showed up Shadow people haunted my house I'm fucking done with the Ouija board Smash yeah. cut Smash <laughs> cut to Christmas <laughs> A Ouija board That guy's school must be full of shit And then you go through the exact <laughs> yeah. same experience And come out at the same conclusion Exactly um, Okay so At that point where F has said, like, I'm all these. Things. What was the point where you were like, we're not doing this anymore? It was that he's on the bed next Yeah, week's. That was it? Yeah. It, it That
1: just sent a chill, like you talked about getting a chiller. Yeah. Right? Like the coldest hand of creeping death on your shoulder. You just, fuck. Like, I just remember being so scared. And it's like, you know, 2 p.m., yeah, it was in the middle of the day. Yeah, the we like the witching hour. probably some music playing in the background too, but I was just so freaked. I'm like, Fuck. we gotta stop. We gotta stop. I can't go we back to stop. the room. No so, shadow people, please. So, did you destroy the Ouija board that day? <laughs> that was the day we went out in the backyard. Yeah, burned it up, broke it, burned broke it, it up. burned it up, buried it.
0: And you've never played with a Ouija board ever since. No. Until Mega sixty four. Until
1: you brought in, you had that cool circular one. Yeah. yeah. So that one, and was... that kind of felt like okay, well, this is a little... Maybe F doesn't use this kind of phone, you know what I mean? Okay. He's a he's a he's, razor he's guy. Yeah. He doesn't do
0: the green text. <laughs> you know.
1: So I felt a little removed and safe. And oh. it was like, okay, you're all here, like we're filming it, like yeah. what's what's the worst that can happen?
0: I had a Kevin. I was I was <laughs> dating a girl you know. and she knew that I was into like eclectic stuff yeah. and like occultish memorabilia. She saw that spirit board at a flea market and she's like, I'm gonna get that for Derek. Oh, cool! And the guy who sold it to her, the, the spirit board has two sides. One of them is like rainbow themed. Yeah. Um, and the, but then you flip it over and it's like black and purple vortex mm-hmm. on the other side. It's same text in a circle around it, just different decoration really. But the guy told her like, he was a Mexican guy. Apparently this is the story she related to me. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, it's real. So, you know. Only use the rainbow side. Rainbow side's good, but don't flip it over. Don't use the dark side. Like, don't <laughs> oh, use that side. Dark side bueno. shit. Yeah, the dark side spirit board. Um, Have you I, ever used the dark side? I've only used the spirit board with you guys. Okay, you've heeded the warning. Yeah, because I don't want to invite that. No. Also, you know, so I do know when you play with the Ouija board. The, You're going to get burned. The real world explanation mm-hmm. is that it is subconscious imperceptible movements yeah. of the people using it. There's that, like
2: those pendulums that do the
0: same thing where it's like left to right. Right, yeah. If you take a string and yeah. you hang a weight from it yeah. and you just let it dangle there, you can use it for divination purposes yeah. where you assign a movement to the string. You say, okay, if it swings back and forth, that's a yes. If it swings in a circle, that's a no. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. You could say right to left is no, up and down is yes, whatever. And then you hold it there and you don't swing it. But you just think of a question that you want an answer to and the thing will start swinging on its own. And that's a subconscious involuntary movement. Some people say you're tapping into magic or other people would say from a scientific view, yeah, subconsciously your brain is delivering a message and through imperceptible microscopic movements it's coming out through that string. And that string can pick up those movements and can start to, you know... Move ...seem like it's moving on its own when really you're subconsciously moving it. Right. And they say the same thing about Ouija boards, that when you get multiple people involved... What's weird to me, though, is that a Ouija board doesn't work with just one person. Yeah. You need...
2: You need a segment. At least two yeah. people. I think it adds, like, an, an element... Like, if you want to be, like, true skeptic, I think it adds, like, this element of randomness. Sure. And it's, like, multiple people's, like, subconscious getting involved. Uh, which is when I think you get, like, the, the, the fucking scary shit. But it, I also... Sense. Uh,
0: but... I don't know if yeah. you're going to say anything, but I also feel like... See, I like to draw the line. I like to keep the door open on both yeah, sides. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's true. Maybe there is something paranormal going on. Maybe there is a scientific explanation. Yeah. Maybe it's a mix of the two. And when you get multiple people just opening up their consciousness and their imperceptible movements, mm-hmm. and somehow they're crossing each other, and like all, all the hands are on the on the planchet is what it's called on the Ouija board. Maybe that's how you open up the door to get mm-hmm. some sort of otherworldly. Entity to communicate to you. yeah I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah, energy can't be created or destroyed, so all the same energy has existed in this yeah. world. Maybe you're tapping into some type of
0: weird like past life. <clears throat> the something field they call that. So other than the Ouija board story I told you in my twenties, I've never done like a repeated one. Okay. We did that one on the podcast. I don't even remember who we were communicating to before Kevin jump scared us.
2: <laughs> Kevin's what a total a skeptic yeah
0: Kevin. we should have him on the show because he is a happy skeptic where he doesn't believe in any of this stuff but he would love to believe it yeah he he would love if it was real yeah he'd love to be haunted yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, because then he would have proof um so yeah uh was was there any did you ever have any other ouija board tales or any other like supernatural experiences no i wish you know like when i was a kid i saw a Wild, uh,
1: not a shooting star, but something called I forget. I think we looked it up. It was like a fireball, but I was convinced it was an alien. Ooh. Okay. And and from that point, I remember seeing like at, when we were camping under the campfire, like legit, like the picturesque way for a kid to think he sees a UFO. I saw this fireball race across the sky, and it went from like white to blue to orange to red to out. That's wow. Cool. And it was big. It was like this yeah. giant thing, and I'm like. Guys, it a, wasn't a shooting star a spaceship landed a, sp- a fucking spaceship landed you <laughs> know, I'm telling my parents I swear to God over in the hills that's interesting it mm-hmm. was something it, it is a celestial occurrence um, that that looks exactly like that color spectrum as it burns yeah. through our atmosphere I forget exactly what it's called but as the kid you know brain yeah. I was like watching the x-files then yeah that happened and then I became obsessed.
0: Fireballs are in the realm of paranormal. We have so many stories going even back like uh, to the 1800s uh-huh. of inexplicable fireballs. Shooting up into the sky, landing yeah. in the sky. It usually coincides with other supernatural sightings. Like ball lightning is kind of one of those ball things lightning, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty sure ball lightning is a phenomenon that people have witnessed. But like, there's no good, like, explanation for it. It's like, it's a rare phenomenon. It's rare, but it has definitely been, like, observed.
1: The, all of that stuff got me, like, right at the perfect time where I started getting from the book uh, club, you know, like, the elementary school... Like book fair. Book oh fair. yeah, book fair. I would get all these Bigfoot books and Mothman. Oh yeah. like all, they didn't call them cryptids back yeah, then. Yeah, but it would be yeah, like that's like a new term.
0: Monsters and myths and legends. Legends, urban legends. Yeah, yeah And totally. I had
1: all these books as a kid, like, and it, it was definitely sparked by like I was convinced there was UFOs, and then I was like into all the cryptid stuff. Nice. And then the Ouija board thing happened, and then I kind of like
2: chilled on it. I wanted to ask you about this because when we went to Proctor Valley Road you seem to have like some thing oh yeah that. like we brought that stick back the haunted stick and we put it on the set and I remember you were like get
0: this the fuck out of here. Yeah like while you hunt. You, on you set. were like bring this back to the road <laughs> well, or else we're haunted. You actually mentioned one time that your parents used to go yeah. hunting for the Proctor Valley monster. Totally
1: because <laughs> I, I remember hearing stories from my mom who grew up in East County. Okay. Which is out where Proctor Valley is. And that was something you know they did back in the like seventies, like after yeah, you know. School. Well, I would they love would to get go... their
0: story sometime.
1: I'm sure they didn't find anything. But... No, no, I'm sure they were out there just drinking and smoking doobies, but yeah,
0: <laughs> but they were uh, hunting the Proctor Valley Monster. For anybody who doesn't remember, a few episodes back, we put out an episode called "The Most De- The Most Haunted and Demon Infested Road in America." And that actual road, it holds that title. It's in San Diego. It's called Proctor Valley Road. There is supposedly a monster that stalks that road. And yeah. a couple, there's like a demon car the that car drives thing. down the road. The headlights thing is like the most scary. Uh, there's a lady in blue ghost who is very scary, who shows up on that road at night. If you haven't seen that episode, go check it out. It's a great episode. And uh, Garrett's parents used to hunt the Proctor yeah. Valley monster. So you get the whole story and see what they were up to. Um, I want to pause and talk yes. about our sponsor real sure. quick, yeah. Cryptid Crate. Cryptid Crate. Cryptid Crate. I mentioned it at the <laughs> at the top of the show, we have a sponsor, Cryptid Crate. Um, their website, it should be Cryptid Crate. Yeah. But it's not, so just Google Cryptid Crate. I'll put the link in the description, you can yeah, click. it We'll it easy. put the link in the description, they're run by a company called Box Mountain, LLC. But go to Cryptid Crate, check it out, use this code, the discount code. Mega strange. Let me show this to the camera Hell here. Yeah. Sorry, this is uh, how we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the road production. Discount yeah. code, Sweeted. discount code mega strange. Yes. Now, what you want to do to get the maximum uh, savings, Cryptid Crate, they actually have what they call the Cryptid Sampler Pack. Ooh. It's 20 bucks. You know, maybe you're like, I don't know Ooh. if I like Cryptid Crate. Good way to I it. don't want to start the subscription. Get the $20 sampler. And test it out for yourself. See if you like it. That's what I do every time I go to an Applebee's.
2: I'm like, yo, give me the sample. Yeah, exactly. Now it's a good way. <laughs> if you
0: use, <laughs> if you use our code Make a Strange, all one word and lowercase, you'll get $5 off the sampler. Ooh. That brings the price down to $14.99. Oh, wow. That's less than a trip to Subway. Yeah. When you get the for sampler real. <laughs> for real, the sampler actually comes with a 50% off discount okay. code for your first Cryptid Crate subscription. So if you end up wanting to get the crate, get the sampler anyways, because you get 50% off great. that first uh, subscription. And if you just know that you're gonna like Cryptid Crate, you're like, fuck the sampler. Just give me the main thing. You can still use our code MEGASTRANGE and that'll give you 25% Ooh. off your first box. Uh, Probably makes, f- makes a great Christmas gift too. It does. That's true. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah friends. Yeah. Get one for yourself, get one for your friends, and I'm going to sweeten the deal. Because you're probably thinking, "Man, I'm good on the cryptid crate. Check this out. What I really want is some uh, some Mega Strange merch. Oh, well, yeah. baby. You...
1: That's the promo for this. Um...
0: What's what's playing? Man? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, we're
1: getting haunted. Dude, is F showing up in your laptop? I I don't
0: know what <laughs> you played that
2: <laughs> Dude, Dirk's laptop <laughs> just started playing music. That's <laughs>
0: Horror. My laptop just played like a 30-second ditty. Yeah, Yeah, that's All right. It's a song bed for Cryptid. All right. Here's the exciting thing. We know you've been begging for Mega Strange merchandise. We have partnered with Cryptid Crate. We are going to debut the very first pieces of Mega Strange merchandise exclusively available through Cryptid Crate. We've got two awesome sticker designs that we have been preparing for a long time and we thought what better way to unveil it than through this partnership. So, sign up for a Cryptid Crate box, and in January's box, which means you have to sign up before December 31st to get this, you will get the two brand new Mega Strange stickers. The Bigfoot hunting sticker and the ghost sticker. Only available through Cryptid Crate. So go to Cryptid Crate, make sure you use that code Mega Strange. All lowercase all one word use that code and you will get the mega strange stickers go over there check it out links in the description use the code that helps us out so much thank you yeah I talked into uh, I looked into the mic when you I looked into <laughs> the microphone but you should be looking into camera <laughs> um, so I've been doing some research uh, yes. and I found a couple of articles okay that I wanted to share with you guys remember originally we started this as a news show yeah, as, that's right uh, so I thought we'd go back to some of these articles was uh, I on the first uh, Mega Strange
2: titled episode? No. Or was it still- It was still Mega 64 and- Quarantine then. That was great, we watched uh, that video of Kid Rock. Yeah. a toaster in the air and shooting it or something. I
1: loved the prog- I I loved that era, but I do love the progression.
2: Yeah, it's funny how like, when we were doing it, everyone was like, Stop doing this! And now once we stopped, everyone's like, I miss that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's- that's the way the world turns.
0: Don't know what you got, till it's, it's gone. gone! Exactly. Okay. You may remember last week we were talking about the Michigan dog man. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's funny because I... He's not a werewolf. I <laughs> mentioned, like, the dog man has been seen all over. He's been seen even in Mississippi. And some yeah. people were like, um, you call him the Michigan dog man. Mississippi is nowhere near Michigan. D- did you mean somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean somewhere else. The dog man, even though it is the Michigan dog man, dog men are seen all over the world yeah yeah and I mentioned this in that episode and you probably don't believe it but the dogman is cited more often than Bigfoot really true story did you go into
1: it being um, the product of a military experiment
0: no. no, have you heard
1: that? That's the angle I when I discovered and heard about Dogman. That was the angle that I had heard. It, it was like a super soldier type program. Oh, oh, is that why
0: they made that movie, Dog Soldiers? <laughs> that that Dog is soldier. a werewolf movie specifically, um, but it kind of, almost in a way. I've never heard that. So um, some people say the Dogman could be skinwalkers from mm. like another dimension, Navajo lore, which is like when you. Perform a ritual oh. to basically blend yourself with a predatory animal spirit and okay. you become like a hybrid beast. We'll talk about skinwalkers in an upcoming episode. Those aren't yeah. the ones that can shift into like interdimensional. They might be able to, oh, That's okay. I haven't heard that aspect.
2: Skinwalkers. Were you going to say something? No, people just on, while we've been on tour have come up to me and been like, have you looked up
0: skinwalkers yet? I'm like, no. And then they're like, they like shiver. Like, yeah, skinwalkers <laughs> are scary. We're yeah. definitely going to talk about <laughs> yeah. that. Well, check this out. Here's a story from November twenty second of this year. Okay, wow. Man claims he was stalked by terrifying dog man monster Whoa, in the Australian outback. Oh, the dog reports. man has gone international. No way, folks. The dog man hopped on a plane from Michigan and went all the way down to Australia.
2: I learned recently that Australia has its own version of the Sasquatch as well, called the Yowie. The Yowie, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: yeah. I'm more into Yuri. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, Excuse me, Let me, uh, we call it a dingo man down here. <laughs> Let me read you some sure. of this story. So a man claimed he was stalked by a terrifying dog band monster in the Australian Outback and says he has the pictures to prove it. Oh, no. man. A fisherman named John said that he was scared for an entire that month. A Primus song? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> John the Fisherman. John the Fisherman's a Primus song. yeah. Nice, yeah. Put on Primus while I read yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> said he was scared for an entire month after encountering a supposed half-dog, half-human creature on two separate occasions. Uh, the Aussie insisted that he was followed by what he claims was a dogman, and he thought he was going to be killed by this thing. The story says that John was uh, fishing in his kayak okay. um, on Boxing Day of last year when the first incident happened. He said he noticed that every time he took a stroke with his paddle, he there was something in the woods that was taking a stride with him. Every time he would Ooh. take a paddle stroke, this thing would take one step. To hide his movement. Yes. He said he stopped for a little bit and the sound stopped as well. But as soon as he started up again, the footsteps started with him. Fuck that. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. He said, and sure enough, as soon as I started to paddle every stroke, this thing would take a step. So whatever it was, this thing was following me. It wasn't a coincidence. It was more of a stalk. And it was intelligent. (laughs) Yeah, the thing was stalking him. John freaked out, but says he was able to snap a picture on his cell phone of whatever it was that was stalking him uh let me see if I can bring up this picture to show you guys. I'll put this picture uh, there's no way for me to hold it up to the camera here. I'll put this on our Instagram okay yeah, so go over to our instagram uh mega strange podcast and you will see this picture there it is oh this was during the day this was during the day oh shit. right there supposedly yeah it looks like a dog i, That's see, crazy. A face, yeah. is, I see a face yeah is the dog man now this is a classic cryptid photo yeah it is i mean zoomed in from a mile away <laughs> and, and like the resolution is very small it wouldn't be a proper cryptid photo if that wasn't the case yeah yeah but go on over to our instagram you can see the photo for yourself and judge for yourself he said that he was terrified um I mean
1: any big animal would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. And then if I see it bipedal, I'm fucking
0: out. <laughs> he said that after he got the photo, he showed it around to some locals and they started telling him that it was a dog man. He said that he was too scared to go back to the area and for a month he would wake up in the middle of the night because he would see this creature in his dreams. Oh. This thing scared the shit out of him. <laughs> Um, finally, he was able to go back on another fishing trip to the same area, and the dog man returned. This time, it was running and smashing trees out of the way. Wow, that's Uh, so powerful. He says, I don't know if if they were breaking the trees or if it was just hitting the trees. He couldn't really see what was happening in in the brush because it was so thick, but he could hear this thing. He also said the dog man roared at him, um, and he basically spent 10 minutes trying to get back to his car as the dog man was running around him roaring and breathing heavily. Oh, that's that's
1: like, stay out of my neighborhood.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that story uh was about 3 or 4 weeks ago from today. Wow. In Australia these photos are fresh. Go on over to our Instagram and check it out for yourself. So yeah, the dog man is alive and well in he's Australia. He's so, friends with the Yowie. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys make of all that? I mean, you saw the photos. you believe him?
2: It's always hard when the photo is like a fucking pixel. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, why would he make that up? Like, there's no real reason. That's always the yeah, question. Like, yeah, <laughs> To me, it's always like... You don't want to be the outcast who's yeah. like, he's crazy. He's just How, yeah. How
0: bad do you want to be in the weirdo freak section yeah. of some news website where everybody just laughs at you <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and says you're lying? Like, really, people always say, like, oh, it's a publicity stunt. But the only publicity you get for making up these cryptid stories is you're branded a liar yeah. or people think you're mentally unstable. People yeah, like, John's not going to sell more fish. Yeah, right. like, you don't, you don't make any money out of, out of promoting these stories. No, right. <laughs> I mean, you're really risking your reputation. For what? For what? Why do people fake these cryptid sightings? Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm
1: i skeptical because I would think maybe there was some kind of big animal running around making noise And your mind definitely goes to like what you want to see out yeah. of Just how zoomed in that photo was and if you just see you know an object moving around and it's like was that a deer was yeah. it a Wallaby I don't
0: know what I love about this story is he didn't know what was following him at first So he just took a picture of a random thing and then in talking to the locals they're like it's a dogman, mate. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's all the dogman. <laughs> I would not be going back a second time. Like Yeah. For sure. I'd well, find a new fishing hole. It haunted his dreams. Okay, not a dogman, because dogmen are different from this next cryptid. Yeah. But here's another news story from two weeks ago. Villagers in South Africa fear werewolf is prowling the area. South African werewolf. But Shit. the police blame wild dogs oh yeah yeah which again cool this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie yeah like you think there's a werewolf in your neighborhood but the cops don't believe you're they like ah it's just a pack of wild dogs it's like it's not fucking wild dogs why won't the why <laughs> will the sheriff believe me totally on the full moon. dude the sheriff's the fucking werewolf dude oh shit <laughs> plot twist and he's just going werewolf cops these dogs all right, here's the story. Residents of a South African village are worried that a werewolf is roaming free and is behind the death of a man whose body was found covered in bite marks. Ooh. Last month, a man named Diesel McCombie. <laughs> chef's kiss. Dude, I, love, name. I love that name. Rest in power, Diesel. Yeah. Diesel. He died near the Buffalo River in... Um, Johnny, can you read this uh, name for me? Kwaku. Uh, no, I can't do it. You want to try it, Garrett? Yeah, Garrett, could you read this uh, village for
2: me? Uh, my
1: mouth's full, I
0: just drank coffee.
2: Kwangu Quag- Puntota.
0: <laughs> I think Garrett got the closest. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, I believe this village is pronounced Kwakunkota. Kwakunkota village. And his family has. Uh, they have denounced the claims that it's a werewolf but the people of the village don't believe it and have been putting up warnings to everybody uh, because they are holding on to a theory that a local werewolf wolf has killed him. Uh, The residents are worried that a werewolf is roaming free and is behind the death of the man who was covered in bite marks found by a river last month. Police say that he was bitten by a pack of i'm sorry it says wild sea dogs sea dogs according to witnesses i don't know what a wild sea dog i knew is. a sea dog would kill someone a <laughs> <dog from> <laughs> yeah don't know yeah <laughs> but the villagers are sharing posts on local media alerting people to stay away from kwakankota village um a local running club has issued a statement that people should not jog in the area until the werewolf has been captured or killed <laughs> oh my gosh do they have um, silver bullets in the village i know yeah, mean, yeah how I, Are they gonna kill this thing how are they gonna capture
1: it that's what i want that's a, that would be dude if we get a the first captured werewolf and
0: yeah Uh, A small village. People (laughs) people from the village are also posting um, pictures to social media that include sketches of a man with wolf characteristics. (laughs) So they have a wanted poster for the werewolf. That's awesome. I want that in my house. Um, But his family is I guess the family is still grieving. Yeah, And they are not entertained by the idea that that their uh, loved one was killed by a werewolf. They are saying that they believe he was attacked by well some people say sea dogs but they're saying a group of wild pit bulls which they just have bands of wild pit bulls yeah. running around in, out in, there
1: in like I would say like yeah different even urban environments and and definitely some villages there's yeah. going to be like
0: roaming kind of unattended dogs well either way that's a horrible way to die werewolf yeah. or pack of wild pit bulls something oh, is it's out terrifying. there uh, killing people by the river in Kwakadkota village in South Africa. I was so trying to I, find the drawings, but I couldn't find it It's just one guy that died, one person, fifty-nine yeah, years old. Yeah, they, diesel. Here's the thing. Here's what started this. Yeah, they just found a dead body covered in <laughs> bite marks, and they were like, "What the fuck happened?" They assumed, and then the brain started going, "God, it's got to be a werewolf." What do you think? Leave a comment below. Was it a pack of wild dogs? Was it a werewolf? Do you have any wild dogs in your area? Do you have any werewolf stories in your area? Let us know in the comments below. Also, have you ever played with a Ouija board and invited something into your house? Have you haunted your house through a Ouija board? Let us know in the comments below, or you can also call our mailbag. Oh, yeah. I don't know the number offhand. We'll but. put the phone number in the information yes. of, of this episode, so click that and check it out. One more story I will share is um, I dated a girl briefly who, um, what do we see? We we went to go see the movie Insidious together. Okay. And afterwards, I was like, pretty good movie, and she was just like flat out pissed off. She was like, movie is bullshit. And I was like, why? <laughs> and she was like, because this has happened to my family, and this movie didn't even fucking scratch the surface. of it. And oh, I was like, tell me more. Really? Yeah. yeah. And basically, she shared a story with me where, again, they were playing with a Ouija board one night. It was her, her older sister, her older sister's brother, and her older sister's friend. Okay. Long story short, after playing with the Ouija board, her sister's friend started acting extremely weird became introverted, started like, moving around like this, not responding to people. It reminds me of the story we got in our latest mailbag, where one of our viewers said that him and his sister were exploring a cemetery when suddenly his sister became unresponsive, stopped responding to conversation, and basically was put into a trance. He said, our viewer said, he's never talked to his sister about it because he was too scared. Now, in this story, the friend started acting weird, started speaking in a weird voice, like a guttural voice. Ooh. And she said that a demon possessed her, her sister's friend that night. That the sister's friend started like destroying the house, breaking the lamps, Ooh. flipping over the furniture, was going into a fit, was oh, going into a rage. Shit. Said that her sister's boyfriend, who was a football player, had to like tackle this girl to the ground. Wrestle with her. Hold her down. Hold her down, take her in another room. Now here's the part that's the kicker. The, the girl who was telling me the story, she said she was about 14 at the time when this happened. Okay. So I said, "How how did this all end? What happened? And she says, I don't remember. Because I was so young and it was so scary, I just kind of blacked it out in my memory. But she's like, I just remember waking up and like it lasted all night and I don't even remember how it ended, but we woke up in the morning and everything was fine. The house was trashed, but the friend was back to normal. Wow! And we just sent her on her way, and we never talked about it. We never played with the Ouija board again. We never addressed it. But she's like a fucking demon came into our house that night and possessed my sister's friend, and she still believed it to that day. To that, that, that th- it was a happened. it was a very serious topic. Like yeah. it wasn't like a haha. I'll tell you what happened. It was like. I don't like talking about I don't this. ever talk about this, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what happened. Wow. And she shared that story. So that was, uh, and, and then she gave a bad review to the movie Insidious. So. <laughs> I'm so. almost thinking it could be like a mass psychosis or something so
1: weird that went on that night that everyone forgot. Yeah, I, I was about I to say, mental
0: illness is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Teenagers, be careful when you're playing with that Ouija board. You yeah. might unlock some psychosis or Maybe, a real demon. You yeah. never know. Uh, all right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Yes. I think it's been an awesome episode. This Garrett, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your stories. I never knew uh, any of your Ouija board tales. So oh, I'm
1: glad I could. I could that was uh, really fascinating. I'm glad I could entertain. No, yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, if you're watching this, you probably already know. Garrett has his own podcast called The Poorly Played Stream every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Where can they catch that? You can catch it on... Twitch.tv
1: slash Mega64 podcast. Yeah. And it's always archived up on the Mega64 archives on yeah. YouTube.
0: And uh, what are you guys doing on a poorly played stream these days? Right
1: now, we, I, I've made this problem for myself where <laughs> I started on Halloween. I started two games to finish by New Year's Eve instead of one. So I'm halfway through Resident Evil 7 and Silent Hill 2. So, Brian and I have been playing those and we've got a lot more coming up before the end of the year.
0: Yeah. Those games have like cool stories. Oh, yeah. Nice visuals. So, it's kind of like watching a horror movie with, you know, your two cool friends. It is.
1: It's my favorite time of the year because I love Resident Evil and now we're playing Silent Hill. Like, I couldn't play better games on that show. Nice. Happy to be doing it.
0: Uh, Johnny, is there anything we should be promoting for Mega Strange that you can think of?
2: Uh, I mean, maybe just our Instagrams, you know, the classic stuff.
0: All right. We got our Instagrams. Uh, I'll put those on screen in a second because I wrote them in this notebook, (laughs) but I also want to say every Tuesday we are answering mailbag. Yes. Voicemail messages that are left from us, from our fans. If you have a story that you think would be interesting to us or to our audience, if you have a haunting that occurred to you, or you saw Bigfoot yourself, or you know somebody who saw a UFO, tell us your story. We want to hear it. Um, but keep it pretty short and succinct. You know, do your best yeah. to get it out quickly um, because we got a lot of messages to go through. Yep. And we like to pick the best ones. But we would love to hear from you and talk about it on our Tuesday mailback episode. Okay, and if you want to follow us on Instagram, there they are, right there. You yeah. can go to the Mega Strange podcast. You can follow me at Derek Acosta only. You can follow Johnny at Catboy underscore slim. And you can follow Garrett at GarrettHunter64. And if you want to see pictures of the werewolf from Australia, head on over to our Instagram. We'll be posting that Ooh. immediately. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Cryptid Crate. Use the discount code Mega Strange to get $5 off your sampler or 25% off your first subscription. We will be back next week with another episode of Mega Strange. We're gonna be back in the studio, uh, done Finally. with our tour. So we'll, yes. be, we'll be able to share some stories from around the country that we've experienced. Oh my gosh, we had a little scary moment in Texas yesterday, but we'll <laughs> save that for next week's episode. <laughs> Thank you for watching everybody. Stay strange out there, everybody. Mega Strangers, and we'll be back next week. I'm about to do some cool shit, shit right now. Cool shit. Do it, Johnny. Is
2: this cool? Yeah.